Welcome to the Rise Daily Podcast. Here we choose healing. Here we choose growth. Here we will learn to empower one another to rise above our daily challenges. We are your hosts, Anita and Alicia. Let's get into it. Hello, everyone. Thanks for being here today. We are so just excited and emotional about um, who we have with us as a guest today. Emotional, I say, because there's so much love, Mm -hmm. because she is also our sister-in-law. Yes. (laughs) Hi, Joni. Welcome. Joni Cottom. Yeah, is our guest today. And um, you guys, how long have we known each other? Help me out here. How long have you been married, Joni? 25 years. 25. So, yeah. I mean, I've known you 25. (laughs) I've known you 25 then, yeah. Or, Or maybe even before that a little bit, right? So we know this girl so well. And we've been through the thick and thin with her. And so um, we asked her to be here because we are always um, just inspired by her. Mm -hmm. We are, we wanted to share with you people living extraordinary lives. And she is one of those people. Yeah. And she's, you know, this is probably hard to receive. I'm I'm humbled to be here. I'm so grateful. You're amazing. You have been such a huge role in our lives. And again, that might be hard to receive, but it's just the truth. You have inspired us in so many different ways and um, we're grateful for you. So Mm -hmm. thank you for the example that you have set in our lives. We think you are just an amazing woman. So we can't wait to get into. And the reason that we have her here today is because we're going to talk about fitness today and just moving your body and being in your body and how important that is. And Joni is an expert at that. Mm -hmm. Yes. So I actually have a question for you, Joni. Um, Like I know that you have had this amazing fitness journey since I've known you, but did it start earlier for you? Like were you super active into like sports and different things like that when you were younger, or is it something that has developed later on for you? Yeah. So I actually was not into sports really or active, um, in my earlier years, like before marriage. Mm -hmm. And then in fact, okay, here's a little story. So I was pregnant with Jesse, our oldest, and I had a nail appointment that was just down the street. And my mom was like, well, you could walk to it because I didn't have my car for whatever reason. (laughs) And I was just like, I am not walking to that. <laughs> like, uh, so no, I was not active that's whatsoever. That's so funny. Just knowing no, you now and being like, wait, what? You missed? <laughs> it was, was I, oh boy. Yeah, it was bad. So um, my what? fitness journey started, my dad, he's a professional artist, for those of you that don't know. Mm-hmm. And the Ogden Athletic Club wanted to do a trade with him, like trade some artwork. Okay. And so... He got this trade and we all got memberships to the gym. And I had never been to a gym before, but I had just had Jesse, our oldest son. And so I started um, going to the Ogden Athletic Club and it all started there. That's so interesting. I don't think I knew that. No, me either. And I have a lot of your dad's art and he is an amazing artist. And um, 
in Ogden Athletic, that's where that's where our fitness journey started with you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you got us enrolled in that. So that's really awesome. I love that. Mm-hmm. And so how old were you then? I would have been, let's see, 18. I had I had Jesse when I was 18. I started like when he was a newborn. So mm-hmm. and then yeah, I just started going to the women's center in there and becoming familiar with the machines. And then slowly as I gained some confidence in the gym, I was able to step outside and go to classes, spin classes. And actually I met Danielle. You guys know Danielle yeah, Bauer. Yes, yeah. yes. And she really influenced just like reflecting on this last few days. Um, she really influenced like having a healthy lifestyle to me because she looked amazing and yeah. she, she I was like watching what she ate and like she always had water with her mm-hmm. and so I think I gained a lot of my habits from her that's oh really cool because yes. I completely remember her she's I haven't seen her for so long but she's amazing and I love one of my other questions was who is it that's influenced you to you know be on this path and that's cool that it's her because I know who she is and just thinking of her now I'm like, oh, yeah, I can totally see that. She's amazing. One other yeah. funny fact about that is I've been reflecting about that the last few days. Yesterday, I pulled up to the trailhead and guess who I saw? Stop Danielle. it. Are I you serious? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I think that's so cool. Wow. That just gave me the chills. Uh-huh. Yeah. How amazing. What I mean, trailhead? Like, I <laughs> I'm like, where were you? Abuse? Because <laughs> she moved over Street. by there. Oh, okay. 29th Street. Yeah. That's so fun. I think that sometimes when you're doing things in alignment, uh, the universe sends you amazing little messages. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And just so you know, I'm going to, I'm sorry, I'm going to accidentally call you Jojo once in a while because (laughs) that's the nickname (laughs) I gave you. I love it. um, That's who you are for us. Mm, Yes. You know, like that inspiration on our fitness journey just mm-hmm. to give you a little perspective of yeah. why you're here today wow well thank you yeah so so tell us now we know where it started and you know um when you started being consistent but do you feel like you started being consistent at 18 like as soon as you started going to the gym you became consistent like that yeah I feel like that was the only time that I had for me without anybody else and People knew that my mom, my sister, they knew they could not bother me or like schedule a lunch or anything between like nine and 11 every morning because I was busy. I was at the gym. It was just like my time. Mm -hmm. And I I didn't schedule like dentist appointments, like nothing was going to like disrupt that time unless it was super important. Yeah, that's so great. I love that. I mean, like the consistency is one of the biggest inspirations for us, but, and we'll get into that a little bit more, but um, why do you feel like that became such an important thing for you? And uh, you know, you talked about kind of the boundary that you built around that time. Is it just the quality time with yourself or just your space that you needed for you? I think it was like, maybe I didn't realize at the time, but it was what I needed. And like, just how I felt after I just felt really good. Mm -hmm. And so I wanted to keep doing that. Um, And I think building that habit early on in life has helped me be consistent, because you're not always motivated. 
-hmm. you're not always going to want to work out. But if you build those little habits, and then you're disciplined, it's just part of the routine. It's just what you do. I love that. Okay. So speaking of routine, tell us what your routine looks like on the daily. Okay. So it does change a little bit with the seasons. Um, And I love that because that keeps it fresh for you. You know, like it changes things up. That's so cool. Yes. So I would say um, I wake up around probably between five, around five right now. In the summer, it might get a little bit earlier as I want to be to the church, you know, the trailhead by five. Yeah. So I wake up and drink um, one of my Stanley's 40 (laughs) ounces. Yeah. And um, usually throw some running trail clothes on and then I'll go down and make my coffee and I just make it to go and then go to the trail. Um, I, I do have a journal. I've been journaling in the mornings. Um, okay. so I'll take, um, 15 to 20 minutes and just write down like what I want my day to look like and some different affirmations and gratitude. There's like, it's a guided journal, which I really like. Mm-hmm. Oh, awesome. Um, and it just gives you like setting your intentions for the day and like setting yourself up for success really. And how do you want to feel like, mm-hmm. what do you want this day to look like? And so you're able to like kind of structure it that way. Love it. I love, love that. It. And you actually, when um, I've been trying to stay off of Instagram actually for uh, since the beginning of the year, but there's times when I do get on and I see something that you've posted. And to me, it is filled with like that positivity and uh, good affirmations or different things that are uplifting. And I always like walk away from that, like whatever you post, just filling me up. So, oh, so God. I love that it's coming from like you're starting your day with that. And then it's adding that ripple effect throughout people that, that get to see what you post or different things like that. So that's, that's amazing. Yes. I'm I'm glad that you benefit from it. Yeah. So many people do. Oh my gosh. We'll, we'll share your Instagram because the stuff that you post is so good. Like I'm very specific about what I consume Mm-hmm. on my social media. So I actually unfollow a lot um, just because I I want to have certain things in my life and your content is so good. It's mm-hmm. just like this complete inspiration all the time and great information, like so much good stuff. You guys are going to want to follow Joni because not only does she talk about, you know, just inspiring like whatever moment, special moment she's having, she's sharing with everybody, but also what she eats, how she makes her coffee, um, what she buys her stuff, uh, where she buys her stuff, all the equipment that you need to winter hike. I mean, like all so much good info. So thank you Mm -hmm. for that, because I know that's time consuming, Mm -hmm. but I just want you to know that we appreciate that so much because I mean, like Patricia, she buys everything you link on there. <laughs> I know. She's so cute. One time we got in the car with her and she had the coolest sunglasses. I'm like, oh my gosh, where'd you get these? Joni posted the link and I bought them. <laughs> you know, so it was so cute. But she does that type of stuff all the time with you. It's so cute. Yeah. Your Costco runs like such good stuff, Jojo. Yeah. So thank you for doing all of that because that really does benefit so many people. But um Keep going with your daily routine because we want like the whole, what it looks like, because it's a great map for somebody that's like, 
okay, what does she do? Like, how does it look like? So keep going. Okay. So I'm usually out on the trails, like summertime, I would say between like 5.30 and I'll give myself, depending on where I'm at, like three hours, Mm -hmm. two to three hours. And then I'll come home and sometimes I'll just like make a protein shake and go sit on the patio for a minute and just kind of like decompress. Um, maybe go through photos or whatever from our trail run mm-hmm. and then shower. And I do do like dry brushing before I shower. I try and do that every day okay. um, just to keep like the lymphatic system like moving and stuff. For those people that don't know what that is, just give us a little quick <laughs> explanation. So dry brushing is like, it's like a stiff bristle brush. I don't even know what kind of bristles they are. Mm-hmm. and you just start at your legs and you do like little <laughs> here's a leg <laughs> showing us like... her legs uh-huh. her leg. she has one leg in the air everyone <laughs> you brush the limp up to your you want you want to towards your heart. your heart yes mm-hmm. and then you do it the same with your arms mm-hmm. yeah so i love that. that little moment mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a good little moment have you ever yeah. used it um done dry brushing with essential oils because no. I know that sometimes people do that. That might be fun to try it. Because I know that you have a lot of oils. Yes. So just Which adding. Ones would you? Um, well, the most recent one that I've talked to somebody about doing was with the MetaPower oil, because that is like a metabolic blend. Oh. But um also grapefruit is yeah, awesome grapefruit for dry brushing. Mm-hmm. I have grapefruit. Yeah. And it smells Ooh. so good. Yeah. It smells so good. That's yeah. a good idea. I'm gonna okay. try that. Okay, okay, then so, dry brushing before you get in the shower or after? Yes, before. Okay, before. Got it. Yeah. And then so shower and then kind of get cleaned up a little bit. I, I love getting ready every day. Not just like I don't necessarily get like all dolled up, but I like I like doing makeup. I like doing my hair. It just makes me feel good. Mm-hmm. And so it's almost like a hobby, I would say. Like that is some like a self-care thing that I do daily. Because it Love makes me that. feel better. Yeah. Um, yeah. So shower, get ready. And then I'll usually have a client around between 11 and 1. So I work. <laughs> and then um, depending on like all of my schedule, I do have something to eat before or right after. Okay. If, if I work early, then I'll just grab like a protein bar which I love like the G the G to G bars. Have you guys have those? Mm. Yes, of course yeah. we have. We just told you everything you buy, we buy. <laughs> <laughs> those are my favorite. They're and they so are my favorite too. I love the so coconut. Good. Is it coconut almond? That's my favorite. Oh. Yes. Yes. So good. So yes, you got us hooked on those along with a lot of other things, but we'll <laughs> talk about that later. <laughs> oh, I love it. So, yeah. Okay. So I'll- so then, so you're, you're working and then what does your evening look like? And then go back, if you don't mind, I know this is a lot of details, but you're kind of like a famous person. So we want to know exactly what you do throughout the day, but give us an idea of what lunch will look like sometime, because I know that you're a creature of habit. Like yeah. you love certain things and certain foods and it, like, so what is your, your go-to lunch for instance? Okay. Right now, I've been having this lunch, I'm not kidding, probably for the last 30 days at least. Oops. It's so wow, good. Wow, it's got to be good. It's so good. I love it. It's so, it's 
spring mix lettuce okay. and I just grab like depending on how hungry I am like a handful or two handfuls of that and then are you taking notes Anita of course I am <laughs> I mean, I'm, pencil. <laughs> I'm like spring mix I have some in the fridge I'm gonna make this for lunch <laughs> yes and then there's um so it's grilled chicken that I put on top but it's Costco has a pre-grilled chicken that is so good really? it is the best okay. one I have found yeah okay and I do around like four ounces, I would say. I do try and track my protein and always have high protein. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so four ounces of protein chicken. And then I do, I don't know how much cubed, like diced cucumber. Mm-hmm. Um, feta, a little bit of feta, blueberries, mm-hmm. like a handful of blueberries, quite a bit. <laughs> and... What else? Oh, pepperoncinis. <gasps> Love pepperoncinis. Oh, and make sure you cut them over the salad because it adds okay. like the juice from the them juice, into yeah. the salad. It's so good. Oh my gosh, I am in love already. Okay, I'm and coming then- to your house, Anita, for lunch. If you're making <laughs> okay, okay. You know, I always, you guys, I always have jars of pepperoncinis yeah, in my does. fridge because I love them. I just put them on my salad and then, but so you don't use a dressing, you're using the juice from the pepperoncinis. Well, I'll do a little bit of dressing and I like the skinny girl. There's a balsamic mm-hmm. or the, the poppy seed one that um, is that brand as well. I like both of those right okay. now. I'm using the poppy seed and I just do like a tiny drizzle. You don't need very much because you yeah. have the juice. Yeah. That sounds so good. The poppy seed with blueberries. Ooh, yum. And that the feta and the pepperoncinis. Oh yeah. Oh my die. gosh. Okay. okay. So good. We're I know my mouth is watering. So um, I do love the fact you guys, and this is something that I've discovered too, when you're like being intentional about what you're eating and what you want to, to feed your body, it is so good. And that's why I love the tips you give us Jojo on your Instagram um, to get like the pre-grilled chicken. Because sure, if you are in that space where you have fresh chicken breasts and you can grill them, wonderful. But in a moment where you're like, I haven't been to the store. Oh, I have pre-grilled chicken. So I can still feel my body. I can still eat clean the way I want because I have that in the freezer. So I think that that's so good to have those things ready because you're setting yourself up for success. And if you don't, if you don't have the time to do the fresh chicken breast, then you're going to grab what you do have. And a lot of times it's not exactly what you want. So I love those, those tips. So thank you for that. Yeah. Okay. So after work, I see that you always, you're so, you're so good to your boys. I see that you're always cooking this amazing meal for dinner. How do you, how do you feed your three big boys that you have, um, meals that will, uh, that are also conducive to your clean eating lifestyle? Okay. So I'll usually do, if it's a pretty clean meal, it's boring chicken, vegetables or whatever. Uh then I'll add some another side for them. I'll do mac and cheese or croissants or just something else in addition. And I usually won't have it just because I'd rather not. Mm -hmm. And but they they can still have more. I love that. I love that you just throw in a little extra carbs for, you know, here. (laughs) This is a a fun meal. Okay, love it. And then they're also eating healthy, though. Mm -hmm. That's sometimes. Yeah. What's your favorite dinner to make and um, like quick and easy? 
there's a few um fish i would say like fish taco bowls we do a lot so like we'll do like blackened tilapia and then um rice and like black beans and then you can do like a cilantro lime dressing over the top with some cilantro pico just make it like a fish taco but in a bowl with rice love that okay so and that good. seems pretty easy okay and you get your tilapia i i also get the tilapia from costco because you told us too <laughs> you guys the best thing about that costco from or the tilapia from costco is you can like just fill the bag with hot water because it's frozen, right? Yes, yep. Fill it with hot water and let it sit for like 20 minutes and it's not even 20 minutes, 15 minutes mm -hmm. and it's ready to go. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Good okay. Way. You know, I do love the the stuff that we get from there, like the salmon, the tilapia. Um, what else? Uh, mahi mahi I buy from there. Yeah. Um, and they're all pre- um, like packaged singly. Mm -hmm. So yeah. I do take three of those pieces because that's how many people are in my home right now and just put them in water. But for a whole meal, yeah, you could do the whole bag. Okay. I love that. <laughs> so cool. Okay. Seriously, Costco has the best stuff that you can just quickly eat healthy. I love it. Okay. Um, and then after dinner, what does your wind down look like okay so let's see after dinner we usually like right now this time of year we'll spend a lot of time outside in the yard we love doing yard work mm -hmm. and just like working in the flower beds or the garden um hanging out on the patio playing cornhole we do we just hang out in the backyard mm -hmm. a lot I love that's that. so awesome I love that too and I love too that you're saying okay I love taking care of myself and getting ready like that's something that I personally haven't heard. And, but that is a moment that is a really sacred moment, you know, and then um, also that you love yard work because so many people like complain about yard work. Yeah. They're like, Oh no, it's spring. It's yard work. You know, like to transform that into a hobby and something you love. I love that so much. Mm -hmm. So thank you for that. Tell us about specifically, because we're, we're here about fitness and being in your body and like, tell us what is your, um, foundational, like thing that you do. I, we know you hike and, uh, you know, the weight training, but tell us what that looks like and how it changes. Cause you said it's seasonal. So tell us what that looks like or how it changes and exactly what you're doing on the daily in your fitness okay. routine. So I would say it's movement in nature is a foundational, not necessarily running, not necessarily hiking, just it changes day to day on depending on how I feel. But moving in nature is like, there's nothing like it. Mm -hmm. Why it's do very, you think? It's very grounding. It just puts you in the present moment. I don't, I don't use headphones when I go out. I never have headphones in because I like to hear the sounds of nature. I, I just, I love being outside. Mm -hmm. How did you start hiking? I mean, like who took you hiking the first time? Because I remember that, you know, we did Ogden athletic with you for so long. We did boot camps and we did um, all the classes and spin. And then we moved into CrossFit and, but then all of a sudden you were out hiking. How did that all start? 
So I'm trying to remember exactly what drew me to the trailhead. I only knew of one trail and that was Maylands. I had done it with mm-hmm. some friends um, from Ogden Athletic Club. You guys know Chris Perrins. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, Chris. Yeah. So she had, amazing. she had taken us there and so that was the trail I knew and I something for whatever reason dr- was drawing me to the mountains. And so after CrossFit one day, I was like, you know, I'm going to go, I want to go on a hike. And I did have headphones in this time, which is very rare. Um, I was listening to, I'm trying to remember which book. I think it was like Rachel Hollis, um, Girl, Wash Your Face. Is that the uh-huh. name of it? Yep, yep. And I just loved how I felt. I loved being outside. I loved just the way that I felt. And uh, the next day going to CrossFit, I found myself like looking out at the mountains yeah. thinking, I want to be out there. And so I went out again. And then it just became so much that I was like wanting to be out there more than I wanted to be inside that I, I just decided to pull the plug on CrossFit. I'd been doing it for almost 12 years. And so I just needed a change. And I think like going through life and we go through like different seasons in our life, that movement is okay to change. It doesn't have to be one way as we go through life. We change like with whatever season we're in, it's going to be like, just going to change when you have little kids or your kids are older and you have more free time in the day, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I remember when you started posting about being out on the trails and it was more in the winter ones where I was like, how is she still on the trails in the winter in the snow? Do you, I don't know if you remember this, but I text you. I'm like, where are you? (laughs) Like where on the mountain are you? Because it was just like so new to me. It was such a new concept of being, you know, in the mountains in the winter. And that spring, I remember asking you like, will you please show me where these trails are? Because I had no idea. I had been so busy with my kids and marriage and different things that I was just like, I felt like I had blinders on to just what was going on here in my home. And then when I would see where you were at, I was like, I want to be there. Like, I want to go and experience that. And, um, and it completely changed me, Joni. Like, I remember you would take me out and show, you know, well, us, Anita would come with us too, but you would show us these different trails. And then, and it was like this whole new, path for us so we could go to these different areas and you would take us to a new trail every time and like that that has been such a huge part of my healing journey like being in nature being able to breathe the fresh air letting go of you know when you're running on the trails it's almost like you're shaking everything off as Mm -hmm. you're going and for me I needed that so bad I just needed to be able to release all of that there. And it has become sacred for me being in the mountains yeah. and um, just allowing nature to take that from me and to heal me through every step. So uh, thank you so much for putting that out there for us to see, and then being able to draw from that with, you know, having you be our guide. It was amazing. I am so grateful that I was able to do that for you. Mm-hmm. Isn't that funny how we don't realize that at the time, but things that we're doing are helping like just the butterfly effect and the way that the way it works. Yeah. So my eyes are filled with tears right now because at the beginning of this episode, I said, it's an emotional thing. And 
I'm I'm literally filled with so much gratitude for you because you opened up a whole new world for us and you have been a guide in what to do next and like because seriously we live sometimes we just live in this box where we're just like exercise needs to look like this mm-hmm. and you know um and it's just just this whole new world but I I want to go back a little bit just to CrossFit because when you got us into CrossFit it just felt so intimidating and um I was like there's no way I could do that and then I gained this huge love and passion for CrossFit like it was my life right Alicia yeah it was <laughs> I mean it was I'm like tense. I feel like anybody that does CrossFit in the beginning, it is like your life. That's all you yeah. talk about. I'm yes. sure any CrossFitters out there can totally right. relate. And I'm so grateful for that because like Alicia said, I mean, it was such a huge part of my healing journey. And then I got injured and I, I, um, it devastated me. Like I, I hurt my shoulder and my lower back and to the point where it was so severe. I couldn't even bring right. And and the day that I got injured, I couldn't bring my leg forward. And luckily, you know, we had things that I could do that helped that healing process, but my mind got hurt because I couldn't do what was so important to me. Sorry, you guys, I didn't expect to get this emotional about it, but I remember that it really hurt my spirit to not be able to do what was so important to me, right? And with you going out and just breaking open this whole new world of being in the mountains, that was something that at my age, because I'm going to be 54, (laughs) you know, like I could just pivot and do something else that brought me even more not not even more not saying that you know one thing is greater than the other i'm just saying that brought me as much in life and passion and love for this new body movement that i now have right and so i mean you could and, and you still do weight training also in addition to hiking. So tell us a little bit about that. What that looks like. (laughs) So I try in the summer, it's a little bit different um, because I am out on the trails more and I'm tired when I get home. It's hard to do both. Um, But I still, I'll try and get in a few days a week in the summer. And then winters, I mainly focus on strength training and the trails are more secondary. I'll still try and move in nature in some way every day, but um, the intensity is definitely like lower in the winter for trails. I love how you move that around, how you just like Mm -hmm. change, switch things up a little bit according to what works in the moment. And again, like Alicia said, it keeps it fresh. And the crazy thing is that we live in, you know, at the base of these mountains and the majority of the population, like, you know, we just have this mindset of like, oh, it's winter. I mean, aside from skiing, you know, people will go out to the ski resorts, but yeah, it's not time to hike. And (laughs) holy cow, it is so amazing to be on the trails in winter and to have the snow falling all around you. 
So tell us a little bit about how you hike in the winter. I mean, we know, but share it with everybody. <laughs> that is, it has been the best thing. I absolutely love being out in the snow in the winter in a blizzard. It just makes it that much more memorable of an adventure. And like every time you're out, it's different. And it, whatever experience you're having, you remember it. Like, like chasing mountain lions. <laughs> for instance that's why she likes for, being in the snow because she could see their footprints. yeah tell us about that really quick I'm trying to think of what time you guys are talking about so you got you had um you were on the trail and there were fresh tracks just right in front of you that it was snowing so you could tell how fresh because it was just barely filling up the mountain lion tracks as yeah. you were going and, and you most, just still keep going <laughs> Most, Most people, people would, turn would then turn around and go, but you're like, oh, there's fresh tracks. And then just you keep following them. This is really funny, you guys, because her husband, Ben, has um, an Instagram when they first started hiking that was called Chasing Mountain Barbie, which I thought was so cute. <laughs> and now it's it's changed to Joni uh, Chasing Mountain Lions for, for a thrill, if you will. <laughs> oh, I love it. I'm actually, I'm not really scared of mountain lions. They're so yeah. scared of us that it's very rare mm -hmm. that you'll ever get to see one. Um, ben and I actually, luck, I mean, not luckily, but we did get to see one. Um, we were out and Coda had scared it and it went crawling up the mountain. We were able to watch it and it was really cool because it's such a rare thing. Mm -hmm. It is rare. Um, yes. Was that it, in Waterfall Canyon? Is that the was, one or is that a different one? Because I remember we were, when you mentioned that one time, I was like, really? That's so crazy that they would be right in that area. But anyway. It was actually just off of the shoreline. Okay. So this was a different one. Yeah. Yeah. So they're again, yeah. Yeah. There's so many. Yeah. We we appreciate you just being our guide in life, mm -hmm. in our fitness journey, because you're you're so powerful in that, even as far as like mountain lions. You have like this aura about you that is just so chill you're just like, you know, you help us because when you start hiking in the summer, I mean, like there's just so many little, little things that you share with us that we're like, okay, you have to hike earlier. You're going to run into rattlesnakes because our yes. mountains have a ton of rattlesnakes. And then you're like, but if you run into one, don't worry. They're more scared of us than they are, than we are of them. And because I'm like, I had to I had to change my perspective on rattlesnakes because I was so scared of them. I hated them. And we had taken Coda to a rattlesnake training class and they were, they were saying how that's like their warning sign. Like, Hey, I don't want to hurt you. Mm -hmm. I'm warning you that I'm here so you can watch out for me. And so ever since then, I try and look at them differently and like, they're just trying to live their life and they don't yeah. want to hurt anybody. So they're just giving us a warning, like, Hey, yeah. I'm here. Don't step on oh me, please. Gosh. I don't want to bite you. <laughs> oh yeah. my gosh. And Coda is there is is she Saint Bernard or what is what is she? She is Saint Bernard Mix, yeah. Saint Bernard Mix. So that anyways, um, yeah, but that's what I'm saying is that every little thing you learn, you share with all of us so that we all now have that perspective of like how to deal with rattlesnakes. And don't let that scare you guys from hiking and mm -hmm. from getting out on the trails. Just know that. You know, if you're like me and you're not an early bird, which I think it's so incredible that you get up that early. So um, a, a million different questions. Sorry, I'm going off in a bunch <laughs> of different directions, but you must go to bed early to get up. <laughs> yes, we we usually go to bed around nine. Oh, yeah. Every yeah. night. 
Mm-hmm. Wow. That's so great, honey. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll talk a little bit more about that, but don't let that scare you from being out on the trails. You just have to know like when, you know, that's why hiking early in the morning in summer, you avoid mm-hmm. that because when do they come out, Jojo? When do the rail snakes come out? Well, they usually, they like warmth. And so even going early morning, you might see some basking on the trail in the middle of the trail because it's warm there. Um, You just always mm-hmm. have to watch out. But mm-hmm. usually you're more prone to see them like later, like midday. Mm-hmm. And like, I would say like rockier areas because the rocks yes. are warm. You guys, I feel bad because we're trying to get people out on the trails. And now we've just been talking about <laughs> mountain lions <laughs> and, and, and snakes. snakes. And, no. <laughs> and also like mountain lions, you, it's so weird to see them because once they hear you, they're gone. They're not yeah. going to stick around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I believe not- that. I totally believe that too. Like they're just gone. I mean, we've been yeah. out how many times and I've never seen one. Yeah. I've never even seen the tracks. I've just seen pictures of people seeing the tracks, but I've never seen them. So, yeah. And if you are now, that's another thing. I've seen those a lot, but I'm also not yeah. an early bird. So I, I run into them more often because right. I'm a sunset hiker. <laughs> <laughs> but oh, no. um, anyway, but we like you have just like set the tone for like, okay, this is what you need to do. This is what you need to do. That's why I am telling you guys, you want to uh, follow her because she just, oh my gosh, she has shifted and changed our life in so many ways to do the things that bring us so much joy, so mm-hmm. much joy. So thank you for that. Um, Let's see. I have something else I want to bring up that Joni has been a big influence in for me. Um, Several years ago, I was trying to, well, I just felt like I needed to get my breast implants removed. And I had never talked to Joni about this, but I like I had thought about it for probably over a year. And then all of a sudden, I saw that on Instagram that she had posted that she got hers removed. And so Joni, do you, I don't know if you remember this either, but I I reached out to you and I was like, Joni, please tell me about this experience because I've been wanting to do this, but I just didn't, I hadn't talked to anybody that had done it before. So I had a lot of fear around it, like what I was going to look like after, or if I would be okay with it for, you know, like for me myself. And, um, you just were again, such a great support in, sharing your experience with me and it gave me the confidence to do it for myself. And I want to say you did it in January and then I had my surgery in May and I have been so happy with that decision that I made for myself. And um, yeah, it's just been amazing. So thank you for being there for me when I needed that support too. Can you share a little bit of Joni of why you got yours out and like a little bit of that uh, journey for you? Yeah, so I was just having some health issues, um, a lot of like hormones, irregulated um, thyroid problems, um, just weird symptoms, um, trying to think like hair, hair thinning, d- super dark circles under the eyes. Um, I'm trying to think of what other ones I had. I did make a list. I can't find it right now. But um, And then there was a girl that went to CrossFit that I knew. And it was Kelly German and she had been going through the same issues and hers were much more severe, I would say. And she was talking like to neurologists trying to figure out with her brain and like different things going on. And finally, one of her doctors said to her, do you have breast implants? 
And she was like, yeah. And he was like, you've got to get those out because her body was their foreign object in our body and our body is doing everything it can to try and like give us signs that something's off. Mm-hmm. Um, and so for me, I was like, oh, okay, that's it. Like, that's what I'm getting out because I want all of these issues to go away or at least to see if it, it helps. Mm-hmm. And so there is a thing for like breast implant illness, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. So breast implant illness, it can range a ton of different symptoms. Um, but yeah, a lot of people end up, and I don't know, I don't think it's everybody that will. I think if your body is healthy enough, um, you probably won't notice anything, mm-hmm. but eventually I do think that they will cause problems down the road. Um, just depending on like the time and stuff. Mm-hmm. I and, actually we, remember the pictures that you posted of your face before and after, like you could see a difference of mm-hmm. uh, like the dark circles that you said, and just the, eye, the brightness of your eyes, Yeah, how different yes. that was mm-hmm. before and after. And it was so courageous that you, that you were so transparent about that whole process, because I know you helped a lot of women and you were even like, you even posted pictures of you right (laughs) post surgery with like tubes that were draining and everything. And I just thought, wow, that's so amazing. And the reason that it's so amazing is because we have this idea as women that we have to look a certain way, Mm -hmm. you know, that that it, things have to appear a certain way and it's so much more to feel a certain way to feel yeah. good in your body right. and to feel healthy you know it's not about that outside appearance and i'm realizing now as as i'm getting older that <clears throat> you know i'm I don't want to wear certain things so I look a certain way. I want to wear certain things so I feel a certain way so that I feel good, you know, so that I'm comfortable. Um, and I also want to mention that, um, you know, it's not, I, I know that there is, and breast implants do cause issues for some people. And for some people, they don't. And mm-hmm. for me, I had a different experience, you know, mm-hmm. um, I, I have them and I've, been lucky enough to not have any symptoms and of course you there is a point in time where you need to get them out or you know get them replaced because your you know you just can't have them in your body mm-hmm. forever yeah um i just i have had a different experience i'm so grateful for that and i do plan you know to do whatever is needed in the future. Um, But I did watch Alicia go through that process and how liberating that was for her and how, tell us about your, your, well, I, yeah, I was just, uh, so I had mine for about 15 years. How long did you have yours, Joni? Do you remember? Um, 18 years. 18. Okay. So um, yeah. And I just, got to a point where I just felt like I was done with them. I don't necessarily remember feeling like I had any health concerns, but then after I got them out, I felt so good. So I remember the first, like right as I was coming out of surgery, the first thought that came into my mind was I can take a deep breath. Yes, I totally remember that. Like I just felt so like breathe I'm taking, or something. I'm taking a deep breath right now just to make sure I can. <laughs> but, but also but I, I completely yeah. remember thinking that like, wow, I can breathe deep. And then um, later, I mean, honestly, 
with um, when I started hiking with you, I remember just thinking, I'm so glad that I feel good enough to be able to do this. So mm-hmm. I I think that just like I mentioned before, with just being so busy with the kids and all that they had going on, and then my marriage, like I had so much on my plate, but I also don't feel like I could do like physically what I what I can now because like there was just something off with my body. I really feel that like there was just, I didn't have the energy, I guess. Um, and maybe it was from the implants. I don't know, but I do remember also, um, feeling a little bit more clear minded. Um, like there were several things. I don't remember everything now, you know, like Mm -hmm. I, I just remember specifics like, Oh my gosh, I wonder if this was because of my implants before. And now I just feel so good, but it was like, even, um, just my, my own mind and everything about my body, I felt so free. And I love the way that I look now, you know, I, I feel mm-hmm. like I'm back home in my own body. And, yes. and I love that for myself. I love, I know. Yes, I love that for you too. It's and amazing. I, like I do want to mention that anybody that does have implants and they love what their body looks like with them. Awesome. Like I love that for you, for them. Um, but for me at my stage of life where I'm at now, like, I'm so happy that I chose to do that. And I love mm-hmm. how I look with like, this is how this is my body. Yeah. So. It's it's important to know that we have options and that we have choice. Mm-hmm. And this isn't to breed fear into anyone that has right. implants. You know, if you don't have any issues, you know, just like, like we talked in our previous episode where we, where we did the body talk, you know, like embrace your body, talk to your body and say, mm-hmm. you know, like, I'm so grateful that we're able to feel good. If you have them, do not allow it to just like go into your mind and say, oh my gosh, um, just know that you do have the option to remove them if, when, and if you want to do that, or if that you do have the option to love, if you have them and how they make you feel. And Mm -hmm. like, just know that, know that you can be in your body comfortably, no matter what that looks like. Um, enjoy where you are right now with what you have. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I feel like we could talk to you for hours, but let's go on to the next topic because this is (laughs) a huge one. Mm -hmm. You had an injury. Tell us about that. Share that with us if you don't mind. Okay. Do you guys want like the whole story? Yes. Okay. Tell us okay. The whole story. So um we were out back just hanging out in the backyard and I was playing around on our trampoline and Ben was locking our chickens up and I was doing backflips where you do like the continuous backflips with no double bounce in between. And on like the third or the fourth one. I just came right down on my head and I just remember my arm. I, I was screaming in pain and the whole, my whole right arm just felt like um, numb and painful. And I scooted. <laughs> I'm trying to remember exactly. Um, ben came running over because I was screaming and our friend Gary that lived up the road as a firefighter. So we called him. He came over and they helped get me to the edge of the trampoline. I was able to like slide my Birkenstocks on and get in the passenger side of the car. And he drove me to the hospital. And I remember the construction on the way there because every single bump hurt so bad. Wow. And we got to the ER and they came out and 
they didn't really think that it was a very serious injury the way they were acting. So I was like, I need something for this pain. Like I'm in so much pain right now. And I think they thought that's why I was there is to get some pain meds or something. But finally, after the MRI, one of the the nurse people like bends down. He, he tells me he was said, he said, I'm not supposed to tell you anything, but you cannot move. It's very important. You don't move. And so at that point, I knew something serious had happened. Um, so I blew out the disc, my disc. Um, I think it was the C, uh, well, the, so the disc in between C6 and 7. Um, Which is located where? It's like your cervix. So like right behind your neck, kind of. So the, what happened is I blew out the disc and dislocated those facets over one another, pinching the spinal cord. And so luckily the spinal cord wasn't severed. Um, otherwise I'd be paralyzed and our, mm -hmm. my life would look a lot different nowadays. Mm -hmm. so, wow. Um, Joni, did they consider that a break then? Yeah. So you broke your neck. Yeah. The, the disc had blown out breaking <laughs> like it was shattered everywhere. Um, they actually that night, they had me laying flat on a bed and they put screws like into my skull and hung sandbags down to try and lengthen the neck so they could insert a piece of cadaver bone where the old one was that had blown out. Mm. And then they, I laid there all night with, I think it was like 35 pounds or 30 pound sandbags. And then the doctor was able to go in and put the cadaver bone in a plate and screws. And he said, I don't know what to tell you your recovery will look like because I've only had this outcome one other time. It was with a bodybuilder. And so he said, your, I do think your muscles helped hold things in place and prevent, prevented you from being paralyzed. Mm -hmm. So. Oh my gosh. I did not expect to cry this much during the interview. <laughs> but now, now that you have an idea of what a guide you've been in our fitness mm -hmm. journey, now I know that it's become more clear to you now. I I want you to just know that that phone call, mm -hmm. when we got that phone call that Joni has broken her neck was devastating mm -hmm. because we, of who you are, to us and what we know of you and what we know is important to you and so at what point remind me again at what point in your fitness journey was that during CrossFit years or right before CrossFit years that, that, yeah, was, how, how long um, ago was that that was during CrossFit years I want to say it was um it was 13 and a half years ago mm -hmm. it was August 13th I believe um I can't remember the exact year. I'd have to go back and look, but yeah, it was, so during, it was CrossFit. during CrossFit years. Okay. And I, I, I did have like some traps build up from CrossFit. I feel like that mm -hmm. probably saved my life. So, oh my gosh, isn't that incredible? Like yes. who you are and what's become important to you saved you from being paralyzed. Yeah. Wow. Mm -hmm. I remember, I remember just like, Oh my gosh, just watching you heal from that in such a powerful way and just still with the mindset of like, because you said earlier we were like, uh, getting ready for the interview, was that your most challenging moment? And you're like, 
that was actually not not that bad. <laughs> I'm like, was... you, were, you were wearing a halo, Jojo. How can that not be that I bad? I actually <laughs> didn't have to have the halo. I just had the neck brace. Oh, the neck brace. Okay. It was still but like they did... six weeks of neck brace. <laughs> okay. Okay. But they did screw that thing. Just for the one night though. Yeah. Oh, just for the one night. Okay. okay. Yeah. Okay. I remember coming over during the time that you were healing and uh, you'd be on your exercise bike with your neck brace. <laughs> you guys, that bike saved my life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know what I would have done without it. My, our cute oh my neighbor had a spare bike and it was an upright bike. And I would sit on that thing for like an hour <laughs> just to sit there and sweat felt mm-hmm. so good mm-hmm. oh it was the so best even during your healing time your fitness was part of your healing mm-hmm. right yeah. emotionally Amazing. I think I think it's because I can't control a lot of like the external things that happen right but I can control that I can control how I move or how I eat or different ways that make me feel good mm-hmm. I love that. I think that's important to keep in mind for all of us. Like that's where we can make a difference for ourselves. Mm-hmm. So yes. would you say that your fitness routine is a huge emotional support for you? Yes. I okay. feel like that's where I can, if I have a lot of anger, then I can take it out in the, on the weights. I can, mm-hmm. it's a release. Mm-hmm. You get angry. <laughs> oh, Yes. <laughs> Believe it or not. <laughs> Gosh, I know because remember how I said you're so like ultra chill. It's just, it is hard to believe. <laughs> Once in a while. I don't really get that angry anymore, I feel like. But yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> what would you say are your foundational grounding forces then? Just to sum up what we've been talking about. What are your foundational um... grounding forces? Okay, so we talked about movement in nature. Is this what we're talking about? Like mm-hmm. movement, yes. nature, um, drinking water. And I try and drink probably like 120 ounces a day. Mm-hmm. I, Incredible. I just don't even think about it. Like it's not a question in my mind when somebody says, what do you want to drink? Like if we were to go out to dinner, it's water always. I'd never even look at the drinks. I don't care just water like just water i love that it's just water we need a t-shirt that says just water just, <laughs> yeah it's it's just not a question so i i love water um what else is a grounding foundational let's see um the self care like taking care of myself every day is something that i have to do i love doing it um getting ready that. Oh, yeah. I love that you I'm sorry to interrupt you. I just love that you um, I love to see you and Ben working out together or hiking together, but you're not codependent on him being able to do those things with you. Yeah, that makes sense. You know, like, if he can come along, then great. And if not, she's still doing it no matter what. Yes. Mm -hmm. I feel like you have to be independent that way. You each are independent people. And then you come together and make a team mm-hmm. where yeah. if you can't do things on your own, you it just, I don't know how, how to explain that, but I feel like you have to be a whole person 
before you, and then you can be a better partner. Mm-hmm. I love that. And it's you, you have to depend on yourself. Yes. And then, and then yes, be a better partner. I think you guys are such a great team mm-hmm. to see you guys out on the trail. Just makes me light up to see you guys working out together is just like, so amazing. You are such a great team. And I just feel like such great partners. Oh, thank so thank you. you for for the inspiration in in that arena too. He's, he is oh, yeah. such a great guy. He is. Yeah, it seems like you guys are just like best best friends. Yeah, he's definitely like the person I tell everything to, and like mm-hmm. excited to tell him things. And yeah, that's so cute. I love that for you guys. And then um... can I add one thing about Ben? <laughs> Remember, yes. he also inspired me so much when he did. The Rufa oh, challenge, yes, yes. like I, he did it 10 times in a row in the 24-hour period. Tell so it's going challenge. up Malin's Peak. I don't know. What's the elevation on that, Joni? Do you know? Like 20, 2200. 2200. Yeah. And he had 24 hours to do it as many times as he could. He did it 10 times. And I was just like, how did he do that? And so the following year... And I think it was like the beginning of the year because I wanted to do a challenge for myself. And I did Malin's once every day for 10 days. So it was like totally different than what he did. But it encouraged me to do something that I normally wouldn't have done. And I I just remember thanking him too, like, oh, thank you for being an inspiration to me to go to find a new goal for me to do something like that. So I I just love him. He's amazing. Yeah. And also, I the other thing, sorry, we're all gushing about your partnership because you guys have created the, this these boundaries that are just so you and your family and your, your tribe, you know, like mm-hmm. you are a very close-knit family. You do everything together. And I just love that despite on if the people that are the most important in your life approve or disapprove, you as a partnership and as a family know what's important to you and you do what inspires you and what makes you feel like you're growing and what passions you have despite of how anybody else talks about it all that is just it doesn't just noise it's just noise yes and that's another place where I just think is so beautifully powerful Mm -hmm. thank you for that Oh, thank um, you. Yeah, you guys are an amazing family. Okay, last few questions that we have are tell us some of the podcasts that you love to listen to. Okay. I have kind of taken a little bit of a break, but I do listen to the Mindset Mentor every day. I love that his are super short, so I can just listen to a driving to the trailhead. Oh, um, okay. Yeah, and then Lewis House, he's always got good people on there and is a yeah, good interviewer. Lewis um, is the greatness, the school of yeah, greatness school podcast. Of greatness. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then awesome. Jay Shetty. Mm-hmm. He's always Love good. Jay. Yeah. Okay. Great. Um, that's all I've really been listening to lately. I don't have anything. It depends okay. on my mood. Like sometimes I'll go to Joe Rogan and see who's he he's had on and just kind of depends. Okay. But mm-hmm. Okay. Awesome. And then uh, give us a, one or two or maybe a few whatever you have of your favorite books that you've ever read okay um Eckhart Tolle A New Earth is probably the top A New Earth yeah beautiful okay I haven't even heard of that one 
I've actually, I did it on audio and I've listened to it probably three times now. It is so impactful and just changes the way you think and look at things. Nice. Um, and then Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself by Joe Dispenza. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. I love Joe. Um, I love Joe Dispenza. Yeah. He's amazing. I just yeah. love his philosophy on things. I could listen to him forever. Okay. Same. Um, the Mountain is You, Brianna West. That oh, one was yeah. pretty good, I read. Oh, awesome. And then Ikigaya is, I don't know if I'm saying that right. It's like the Japanese secret to a long, hot, and happy life. Oh, okay. It's, Can you spell that for us? Yes. I-K-I-G-A-I. I-K-I-G-A-I. Okay. Very yeah. cool. Yeah. I can't wait. I can't mm-hmm. wait to explore those. Thank you for that. Yeah. Um, um, let's see. And then there was just one other one. Oh, just give us just a little touch of what are some of the other things that bring you joy in life? Like what are some fun Ooh. things that you do? Okay. I love to play chess. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's so, so cute. I love that. Dallin taught me how to play. I think it's been like a year and a half now. And I'm, I love to play chess. So <laughs> I fun. play like we play on the table on a board or just like on our phones, we'll play with each other or you can play other people online. Um, that is like a big hobby right now. It's very I, I remember that you guys go home and play chess as a family. <laughs> yes. <laughs> We're so lame. Um, Gosh, that, that, that sounds amazing. And so just off, off in another world. It's so yes. cool. I love it. Yeah. Um, what else? We like to play hacky sack in the backyard, oh, like sack around. Um, gardening I love to garden mm-hmm. anything it's, like working it's in so the yard like working therapeutic yes. yeah working in dirt yeah um I love to do my nails I've like recently oh, I quit going okay. to like a nail girl and I just like taught myself how to do them so fun and then um, can we mention the DIY thing I mean because oh, your whole oh, house yeah. is transformed <laughs> yeah you'll sound sand things down to the raw wood oh my gosh her house is amazing you guys gorgeous oh again this could be a two-hour thing but we're we're getting I know that we're getting you know we're just winding down but um her space has always been this is the other inspiring thing for me so minimalistic Mm -hmm. so airy so flowy like light never see any kind of any Clutter. Um, clutter. Mm-hmm. Oh, you guys. <laughs> oh my gosh. Seriously. Uh, isn't that the truth though, Joni? It really Joni, is. I've your never house seen has any always clutter. been immaculate. You're yeah. just literally overall such a cool, extraordinary human being. Thank you. Oh my gosh, you girls. <laughs> I feel the same about both of you. So thank you. Oh, we're just trying, trying to be like you. Oh, I love you. <laughs> we love you so much so alicia anything else or no i think we covered uh, such great things Joni. thank you so much i appreciate you guys love you so much you are simply the best and there's a song i know i'm like should we sing oh (laughs) 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 Oh, (laughs) Um, so 
where tell everybody where they can find you now that we've told them how much good stuff you give everybody online tell tell us where people um, can find you Joni's adventures mm-hmm. yeah, yeah instagram. on instagram yep okay all one word there's no dashes or anything yeah no dashes yep. nope Okay. All right. Seriously, you want to link into this girl. Okay. And thank you so much for being so open, so vulnerable and beautiful with us today. And thank you so much for your time. Mm -hmm. We appreciate you so much. And um, you guys, I know that so many people will find value in this episode. Please share it with those you know need it. Um, We uh, love to hear your feedback. So please leave us a review um, so that we can get better at this thing. <laughs> you know, we're just trying to get some traction here and and just make a difference for people that are uh, tapping in to listen. And, um, you know, give us a follow and uh, just know that we are here to um, serve. That's our ultimate goal. And to help others know that they're not alone and that we can do this together as a collective energy. And uh, it's a beautiful thing, Mm -hmm. you know? So thank you so much, babe. We love you. Thank you. Love you, bro. 